0: In this episode, we get a little bit nutty. That's my Austin Powers impersonation. My inner hillbilly shows itself a little bit too much. And Bill gives me a deep, cold topic with absolutely no prep as we talk about how there is a third layer to messaging that most people will never find. Will you find yours? Welcome, everybody, to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest-running sales training podcast in podcast history. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. We are here every Monday for your listening enjoyment. Glad that you're here. It's November in the United States. Crazy times, eh? Hey. You betcha. (laughs) No comment. No comments. Well, it's just, you know, it's what it is. It's the deal. That's the thing, right? Well, 2020 is not over yet. And so
1: anybody who thinks that, oh, okay, I think we're almost through it. No, you're not. We're not through it yet. It, i mean not, it, just a no. lot of things i'm not talking about no, politics don't. or election just talking about a lot of things we're not done with this year yet no. and uh, and who knows maybe maybe we're, we're recording this a couple of days in advance of the release date and yeah. the stock market is way up all of a sudden yeah. now by the time this hits it may be way down but
0: good good things are in store, It's I think. okay and uh and if uh you want a better 2021 than you had in 2020 and you're a sales team Uh, team leader this is for the leaders and if you're not a leader forward this to your manager uh we still have one uh chance for you to get in on this uh 2021 business planning program that bill and i are doing we're only taking five and so right away if you could go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash virtual v-i-r-t-u-a-l virtual very good uh and uh sign up for that it's a it's a team uh group uh, planning session where we will you will leave that session with your uh, first half of le- at least of twenty twenty one planning done for your whole team. All the individuals will have their own plan. The group will have a plan. It's a great great thing to do. Go to the website advanced slash virtual and uh, sign up for that uh, last slot. Perfect. Uh, do you like nuts? I <laughs> do. I like. I nuts? did that come out of the. Does that loaded? come out of nowhere? It's that kind of. It's kind of quotable. Do you like nuts? Do You like nuts. Um, uh, I'm kind of back and forth. Not that not, wouldn't be like. Are there favorite. certain kinds you like? Like uh, uh, I like the real bad ones that, that are bad for you. Like uh, I love macadamia nuts. Okay. And I yep. love. Uh, I like cashews. Uh-huh. Uh, I like honey roasted peanuts. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are not natural. <laughs> those <laughs> are not natural nuts. I don't really like almonds, although they're really good for you, and pecans. Uh. Well, I've got a problem with a certain nut family.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It's the Brazil nut. Okay, I don't know And do you know Brazil, Brazil nuts are pretty large. They're large oh, yeah. nuts and Travis uh, <laughs> was talking before we turn, uh, came on. He said those are the nuts that people actually take out of the dish of nuts <laughs> they do because actually, they don't like don't them. do Right. Uh, I heard about them first from Tim Ferriss. He talked about how they are a uh, blood pressure control kind of thing. He says if you eat oh, two or good. three of those a day and I don't have high blood pressure, but but so I always that's eat good. two or three. So I buy these from Amazon. They're big bag, you know, like a pound yeah. bag. Yeah. And occasionally, you will grab one and eat it. And it will literally, you cannot get this nasty taste out of your mouth oh, for I hours. Th- yes. And 99.9% of them, they taste the same, but occasionally, yeah. probably in a bag, you'll have two or three. Yes. And I, I wonder, what is that? What causes that one nut to be, and since you're the kind of the nut <laughs>
0: DNA expert, I <laughs> yeah. thought I would ask you, what causes that to taste like bad sh- stuff. terrible stuff? Uh, I don't know Uh, do nuts go bad I don't think they go bad do they well, you would think if they go bad, the whole bag, bag would go bad. Maybe I they just, go bad one at a time. I just have this really bad visual of some guy in Brazil picking nuts, and like every 100, he kind of does something <laughs> Well, I to know. It. That's <laughs> what I'm asking. He like rubs it under his it, armpit. Exactly. He's like, yeah, watch this. Did, this a, did a rat die <laughs> on that plant? Where's this one going? It's going to Carmel, Indiana. Watch this. He rubs it <laughs> under his armpit after a good hard day of work in the Brazilian jungle picking nuts. <laughs> next thing you know, you're putting your mouth like, God, this tastes like some guy's armpit. Like, what is this? Blech. Oh. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That's a, yeah. yeah,
1: Or is it a DNA strain string or something that uh, goes bad? But I'm just, I don't know. It's armpit. It could be a, a beetle that dies on it. It um, could be a beetle that defecates. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. But I do know that. And it's, it's one of those tastes. It's like a smell yes, that stays yes. with
0: you for uh, hours. And, uh, anyway. It's the uh, aftertaste but, of a bad Brazilian nut. But you like cashews. I do. I detest cashews. How don't, can you detest I, cashews? I just don't like them. And isn't it cashew? How do you say them? People or say cashew. cashews, and I say cashew. Is it the same thing? I don't well, know. Well, cashews would be several cashew, <laughs> wouldn't it? I don't know. No, cashew versus cashew. No, when you, put the, and, you put the emphasis on the first syllable or the second syllable.
1: Oh, oh, I see,
0: I see. Yes, Cashews.
1: Oh, I don't know. But one, one Christmas I remember, <laughs> we had like a stocking stuff for Christmas, and uh, my former sister-in-law got me like a five-pound jar of cashews. <laughs> Thank you,
0: and I'm trying to. I'm trying to, you know, to pretend she, she did that on purpose. <laughs> like I don't, <laughs> I don't like my brother. What's Bill's least favorite? Exactly. Oh, yeah, uh, this is just reminding me of a line from uh, Austin Powers when he's drinking his coffee and he says, "It's a bit nutty." <laughs> <laughs> Travis is laughing. He likes that one. It's a bit nutty. If you've watched Austin Powers, you know oh, which have seen him talking great. about. It's really good. Okay. Top. Okay.
1: Topic today. Uh, so sometimes when Brian and I get ready to do an episode, we will talk about the topic and we'll kind of work through three or four things each. We never we never talk to each other about what we're going to do. That's why sometimes we have the same thing, sometimes we don't. So, yep. This one, I wanted. I just told Brian when we walked in here, I said, what I want to introduce a topic to you that's we've never talked about before yep. in, the, in the way we're going to talk about it. And I don't want to do any kind of pre-show work. So here it is. You know that... We have done in the Insider, yeah. and we've done webinars on it, and I know you work with your clients, I work with my clients, on this whole idea of messaging. How do we craft our message so that mm-hmm. when we go into a prospect's office or we go in into the market, our message is cohesive and coherent, and it, it works, and there's a story behind it, and it focuses from the prospect's uh, perspective versus our perspective. Yeah. We do all those things. Yeah. yeah. But I think there's a whole different level of importance of messaging, and I think it is about us. Mm. And what I mean by that is, if we are super clear on what we stand for, what value we bring to the world, either as an individual or as a representative of a company and products and services we sell, the clearer we are about that, the more confidence we move through the marketplace with. So that's my that's my uh hmm. proposition here. I don't know if you agree with that or not, and if you do, I think it might be fun to kind of dive a little bit deeper and dissect that. In other words, yeah. I know we work on message so that we can deliver it to somebody. Yes. But what if the real value had nothing to do with us delivering, it was just about how we how we
0: understand our own value? Love that. Yeah, so uh and our listeners know that we intentionally don't do a lot of prep. And you, and we do some. We'll come up with a topic that. Literally this time, Bill said, I have a topic. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. So this is the first time I'm hearing this. Uh, so it's got my wheel spinning. So let me do my first. Can I react to that? Yes, you can, can I react, to, react that? to that. We spent more time on the nuts segment than we did on this main segment. Nuts are at NUTZ. Mm. N- nuts. <laughs> um, here's what's hitting me. Uh, y- this is the core. So this is a, like, who, who am I first? What do I stand for? That sort of thing. Um, And then I wrote down the word. One of the first things that came to me was non-negotiables. Non-negotiables. So I think about um, if I'm going to tell a story or share a, a value positioning statement with somebody or just tell them about we, us, what it's like to work with us, anything like that. At some level, there's got to be a stopping point. There's a non-negotiable. Now, non-negotiable sounds like a hard assy thing. It's not meant to be well, that what, way. What, yeah, what do you mean, non-negotiable between you if and I, your prospect? If, if we have a, if, we, if you and I had a, um, I just had this happen in a training session. So I had a guy who is uh, formally trained by a very well-known training organization that uses a submarine as their model mm-hmm. that we both mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. which is great. And they've done a great job, and they're big, and a lot of people know them. And I have some very strong feelings about parts of their process. Likewise. Very strong. Mm -hmm. And so this person was a a very proudly trained person by that organization. This is now a new client of mine. He's in his first training session with me, okay? And he's trained by them, Mm -hmm. and he's very proud of that, which is great. I appreciate that. You know, he's got his thing. We're doing abundance, detachment, and intention. First session. I'm like, here's the, and I'm translating, because I know a lot about that other system. I'm like, here's the difference, right? You know, you get, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I said, um, he said, can I challenge you on abundance? And I'm like, sure. So we talked through it, da, 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 da. And I just told him uh, that this is non-negotiable. We believe in abundance, period, case you're, close.
1: You're if, non-negotiable with him was about, it, yeah. was okay. abundance.
0: So if he wants to say, there's not really abundance. He was kind of arguing the okay. other side. Okay. Well, in this part of our business, there's not really. I'm like, if that's how you believe, go ahead. That's non-negotiable for me. Mm-hmm. And I tried to help the guy. It's also non-negotiable for your CEO. So some advice is, I would never say what you just said to me in front of your CEO. Because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. That would be an example. That's a core belief I have. Obviously, I get a riled up about it, too. Uh, I guess. it's exactly the guy's like, yeah, I don't get in your way, well, but, no, but, but it's true. No, but That's what I'm talking about. That's we the story. as coaches have yeah. to have
1: those because if we don't, people will run, run amok. Mm-hmm. They will, they totally. will get off the program and they'll go running through the fields. And all of a sudden Absolutely. we'll say a year from now, we'll say, how come you're not doing very well? Well, I've got my own system, Bill and Brian, and I'm just not do, using your system. Well, everybody else is, is striking it rich and you're out there running amok, yes. running a foul. Yes.
0: So that's that's that would be my example yeah. of that because if I carry that, that's part of my story, and that's part of our delivery, that's part of our brand. And any advanced selling podcast company that's hired us knows that. And to me, it's just non negotiable. It's just it's a, such a core belief that I have. If people want to argue it, they can argue it all day, but it's not, I'm not, that's a non negotiable. Okay, not coming off of that. So,
1: where does where does that fit in then with the with the messy is that you you are non negotiable negotiable about a certain value that you hold dear yeah, yeah. which is this attribute of abundance yes. and you're saying that if if someone's going to come to you and say i like what you do but don't do that abundance thing you right.
0: probably say right. you're out yeah you're totally out. yeah um so standing for something standing against something yes. non negotiables yeah. And so the way that translates from a story standpoint is if we work with a, so anyone that comes again to hire me or Bill to come in as a podcast listener to come in your company to coach you, one of the non-negotiables, one of the things you're going to get from us is we believe wholeheartedly that what we think inside drives what we say and do Mm -hmm. uh, without question. And so uh, we were always going to go there first. We will always go there first. That's part of our story. So if someone's hearing that on the other end, a prospect of ours, and they're like, "Mm, I just really want some cold calling tactics, guys. No, thank you. It's not cold calling without the stuff is an empty eggshell without the, without the, mm-hmm. I can't say the IG word, but you know.
1: <laughs> no, without the, the, the foundation yeah. of it all. Yeah. 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 The philosophy.
0: So, can I ask you a question now? Yeah. Because here's where I struggle with this. So, there's a uh, common theory in uh, circles we run in called uh, progress over perfection. Mm-hmm. Progress over perfection. The other thing I'm always careful of or cognizant of is I never want to be closed off to a new idea. I never want to think I've got all the answers, I'm always right. I never want that to come across either in these non-negotiables. So how do I handle that part of it in my story or in my positioning or in my messaging that um, while I'm very strong and stand for something, I'm not like this end-all be-all guru that's got all the answers Mm -hmm. person. Well, what you just described
1: there in the scenario is is a reflection of you not being open probably because you haven't found anything that works better Mm, than abundance. That's good. So I don't, I don't know, you know, who's to say if we're all right about anything. Totally. I mean, you know, I've been teaching a lot of the same stuff. And one of the things that I think is important about this messaging topic is that I know that confidence is the main ingredient to success. I think we all know that. Your ability and my ability to bounce back from failure or from rejection, our ability to master ourselves and, and communicate in the market, all gets back to confidence. Yep. And confidence, to me, at its root, or root, as we say. Root in Indiana. Is it root in Indiana and it's, root
0: everywhere else? No, no, it's root here. Root here. We say okay. root and crick. I never say crick. Well, I don't but know. But I do say Carmel, Carmel, though. But I'm from Evansville. Say, Crick. <laughs> okay. You know what else? We, what do you, what do you call the little things that uh, live by the uh, river that build little mounds and look like lobsters? What do you call those? Crabs? No, no, no. in Indiana, crawdads. Okay, crawdads. Okay, right. You, yeah. like you, crawdads, we we'd yeah. go crawdads stomping. So yeah. you go. Crawdads stop when you were kids. You basically go and knock down their house. You know they build the thing. You just go kick their house down. Do you, cook them, do you cook them up then. Crawf- they call them crawfish down in Louisiana. Oh, oh, they eat them and everything. Yeah. Well, these are are these the same thing? Crawdheads. Is it the same thing? I think so. I don't think anyone. Uh, I don't know anyone doing a crawdad boil here in Indiana. Oh, I know. I think if we hey, we got some them, nice crawdads out of the uh, White River down there. Because we've been known to eat possum down on the roadkill. Okay, down south of Floyd's Mab. <laughs> That's a real town in Indiana. It's near Santa Claus. It's it's near Santa Claus, Indiana, (laughs) Mm -hmm. just south of Popcorn. Mm -hmm. These are all Indiana towns, by the way. They are Brazil, Peru.
1: Google it. Yep. Um, And so, at the root of confidence is what are we here for? What is our purpose here on this planet? And our purpose is not to sell a bunch of stuff and make a bunch of money. I don't think. I know that's one of our business Mm. purposes, maybe. But if we can get in sync with what our true purpose on this planet is, which I believe is some form of contributing to people serving our fellow human, fellow man. And I think the way we serve people is we sell them. We solve yep. problems. We help them get to their goals. We charge them. Yes, we charge them money. Yes, we yes. make money. They get the value. There's nothing wrong with that. But if we if we can't communicate what our true value is, we are not serving our fellow man. Nope. So I think it it gets back to do we really understand the value that we bring? Are we do we really believe that if someone does business with us instead of doing business with with competitor B that they're going to have a better experience or deep down do you say you know what really it's all the same it's all the same stuff. Yeah, we're just right. we're just an Amazon store. We're just shipping stuff from from wherever. But I think most of the people in the B2B world who listen to us there is a difference. There is. And, and is it distinguishable enough are you unique? Do you believe in your value? And if you don't,
0: believe, start figure out a way to embrace that belief. Yeah. What if you don't? What if you look yeah, at your company that's and the product you represent and you're I like, I don't think I believe in this thing. It's an interesting so, idea. So
1: I was thinking on the way over here, if if I if uh, you work for someone and they say, "Hey, Brian, we've got 1000 of these units to sell in the next 30 days. Now, they're defective." Yeah. and our customers won't like them and we're charging too much for them. But look, your job is, no, your job is it's to great. sell this stuff uh-huh. and we have to turn this inventory into cash. So you need to sell it. You might be able to do that for a few weeks or a month, maybe. Eh. I know, I eh. know. But some, some listeners say, you know what? I can do anything for a month and if it's good for me and the, and the company pays my check. So But if I ask you to do that for five years, you're not going to be able to do it. No. If your integrity says this is not right. Correct. And so I I agree totally that if Mm. you don't believe in your product, that's kind of the same thing as selling something that you're a little out of integrity with because the inside doesn't match the outside. And I think that's a problem. If you don't believe in what you sell, I think it,
0: it becomes hard for you to distinguish and communicate the value that's that's just so true and I, I hope though if you're listening to this that your your brain is spinning around that because you really have to examine this where you are and that's a spectrum right that that belief in the good that you whatever you sell what the belief in what the good it does for other people and businesses and companies and also then the belief in the value that you being involved in it adds to the to the mix because that's another thing that I think salespeople do yeah. not give themselves credit yeah. for is you can sell your software product all day long and everyone's like, oh, demo this, product functionality, and the, the product is one thing. But you being involved has to make that experience and that product Absolutely. better. Absolutely. Has to. Absolutely. And it does. And that's where I think people get goofed is that they don't think that it does. They don't give themselves the chance to add to it. Um, even our friend Aaron at Chronologic, you know, he does that video stuff. That's just like extra stuff that he's teaching it, you know what I mean? And he could teach other people, that's just extra stuff. That's not what his product does at all. That mean right. it's very right. valuable to others. Um, even just reporting stuff, even reporting tools and things, like you gave a great example on the, uh, on the last Insider call. We had a great Insider call last Friday, by the way. If you haven't joined Insider, there's a little plug for you. Uh, you need to be in that group. Because the, uh, even the, the um, equipment list to buy, when people are doing video, you got to mm-hmm. sell by video these days, and people don't know what to do. And that's value. You don't. You're not a, in a video equipment no. salesperson, but you giving that information makes you more valuable. To say Bill being in my life is massively valuable because the guy brings me info that I don't get without him. I, I that, and salespeople just flat out miss that sometimes. You mean they
1: miss it when it comes to how they serve their clients, or they miss the fact that they can. They can bring value outside of the product they represent. I
0: think both. Okay. I think both. Because if you so you think so, if you say all I do is sales coaching, that's all I do. That's all I do. So if you have a question yeah. about video equipment, that's nah, no, out of my out, out of my lane. Way. It's no, not it's my not, lane. But it's not, because that's not how you think. You're an expansive thinker. And that's what we want everyone listening to be. We want you to be an expansive thinker. Everyone's got the ability to do this. Yeah. Everyone does.
1: Hey, if you have uh, not checked us out online, go to advanced com. We urge you, we, I shouldn't say that, we invite you, we invite you to consider joining our. ASP Insider yeah. Program. It meets every month for uh, 75 minutes. There's coaching. If you want one to, uh, one-to-one coaching with, that, with us, that's the way to do it. Uh, it's a group of about uh, 50, to 60 to 75 people that meet once a month. Yeah. Go to advancedsellingpodcast.com slash insider to get more information about that. So, do do we also, you also talked earlier about the the big goal setting event. Yes. That um, you can bring us in to do that sometime between now and December second week in December. December 18th 18th is a
0: drop dead on that.
1: Yeah. So, we've got uh, a couple deals working right now. So, we'd love to have you. If you have a VP of sales that needs to hear about that, it's a two hour session. We will go through front to end
0: how to set goals for 2021. And you will leave with your goals set. It'll be be a great thing. All right. See see you next time. Bye. Bye.